You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. Hello, this is After the Show, number 192. You will notice that I... I sound very alone, and I am, because A. Scully is... <coughs> he's sick. He got the germ I had. So, here I am. I'm going to present to you, after the show, this is October 2nd, on a Sunday, 2011. We are... Well, we watched, but he won't be here to talk to you about it, the Blu-ray for Fast Five. It came out this year, 2011. The DVD will be released on the 4th, which is just in a couple of days, We're watching the Blu-ray. It's the unrated version, which, funny enough, as we discovered, you get about a minute to some men. That's enough. And uh, the tagline is, rules are meant to be broken. It's a good tagline for what we'll discover is not a fantastic movie. But anyway, um, and that's it. I will give you my synopsis. No, don't give me your synopsis. (laughs) Listen, you can't review a Fast and the Furious movie without A. Scully being here. <laughs> Even with your... <coughs> yeah. I mean, it might sound a bit strange, because right. I am actually full But of I had mucus. it fully in control. I could totally handle this all by myself. I think it was uh, going poorly until I arrived. Oh, really? <laughs> well, let's see how poorly it goes after I stop talking. <laughs> anyway. You yes. give the synopsis, then. All right. The synopsis is, this is the fifth Fast and the Furious movie. Forget Are there ev- criminals? Are there police? Uh, yes. Are there heists? Yes. Are there sexy women? Yes. That's Funnily it. enough, not much street racing. No. And that is what the series is known for. But not now. It's is there lots of fastness and lots of furiousness? More fast than furious. Less furious, more fast. No, oh, Dwayne Johnson seems kind of furious, kind of furious. most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's the fifth Fast and the Furious movie. Um, so, let me start by saying, the Fast and the Furious franchise... You know when we mention guilty pleasures? It's absolutely a guilty pleasure for me. I don't know why I like them. Um, I've liked them since the very beginning. The second one is absolutely dumb. I probably, if I was going to do a marathon of them, would skip the second one. It's so bad. It's bad. In fact, they make a joke in here about the second one. Oh, did they? Because Tyrese is only in the second one. And Vin Diesel doesn't appear in the second one at all because he skipped out of the series at that point. And Tyrese says, he's doing some slang stuff with one of the other characters who's out of the third one. And he says, too fast, too fail. He says that to him. And the actual second one was called, too fast, too furious. He said, too fast, too fail. Because even then, the second one was a bad movie. Because it didn't contain anybody apart from Paul Walker. Right. And Tyrese Tyrese. was his cheeky sidekick. It was not good. It was like the Dukes of Hazzard, funnily enough. (laughs) Because it was in this... hillbilly backwater place and they were driving like a almost a general lee right. it was very weird um not was that the one with the microwave <clears throat> and the something or was that another you never trip? saw it i watched it one night or was that the triple x one i was triple x okay but anyway i think that's why vin diesel stepped out of the second one to do triple x that was mm-hmm. the deal and see where that got him <laughs> no way um and then he did Riddle, Riddy, Riddick, Riddick, Riddle, <laughs> riddle. <laughs> to see where that would go, and, and we all know where that. <laughs> that was supposed to be a trilogy. You know why? I'm going to tell everybody a secret. Vin Diesel is terrible. Did anybody want to hear the truth? That is the truth. I think he might make a better producer than absolutely. I don't doubt his creativity one bit. I think he wants to make blockbuster movies, and he he knows how to do them with a certain amount of quality in terms of production values and location and all that kind of shit. However, put him on the screen and I want to drink more wine than I actually did before we started the movie because I knew I wouldn't be into the movie <clears throat> but, very much. you know, like I say, it's my guilty pleasure, this series. And I really did enjoy this movie. I know I didn't expect a high level no. of stuff. I expected another Fast and the Furious movie. And Justin Lin's at the helm now. He came on board to direct From Tokyo Drift and he also did the fourth one and now he's doing the fifth one. I admire him because his action scenes are some of the best action scenes I've seen. Like, I mean, with cars. He knows how to shoot cars. He knows how to make it exciting. And the intro to this movie is literally like James Bond. Absolutely. Um, the intro to his last movie was also very similar to the opening of a James Bond movie. What was his last movie? 
um, Fast and Fast and Furious. Are these the only the, ones he's made? He also made Annapolis. Annapolis. And. Um, oh, is that on there? Tokyo Drift and Fast and Furious. That's all he's done. <laughs> but anyway, he um, also in Fast and Furious they did the big thing with the tanker rolling down the yeah. road. Also huge. So it's like that now Fast and Furious movies are going to have to have this huge opening because he's kind of, you know, set that bar. But I liked, I like his action scenes. He knows how to film people talking, but there again, I think a lot of the time in Fast and Furious movies, for me, and I like the series, the dialogue's really inane. It's badly written. Um, It sounds like when people crack jokes at each other, it sounds doesn't sound like it's a joke naturally coming from them. It sounds like they're reading a joke off a page. So it's never funny. Um, and there's it's a like lot the of... the worst acting... If it's even acting, I think they just do it. They just get on there, do yeah. the thing, and get on. Because... There's a lot of really bad um, exposition moments where people just saying things so you know what's happening next. And I don't like that in movies so much. Where they... For instance, in this one where they stand on the balcony and go, we need a wheel man, we need a blur, and then they cut to these... You know, he said, we need a team. Mm, and that... then, but you love that part of, say, for example, Armageddon, where they're yeah. compiling the team. But, like, Armageddon's got a... <laughs> the difference is, Armageddon's tongue-in-cheek. Trying to be funny. And this is not. They're trying to be serious and cool. I don't think they're trying to be serious. I think they know it's I think ridiculous. they're trying to be cool more than funny. Yeah. Like, this is cool. Like, you're going to see this helicopter shot of a guy on a motorbike, and you're going to, you know, it's cool. A woman. Um, but on the on Armageddon, they know that part's funny. I mean, the, the whole part's funny. The, the spiky room and the weird, you know, it's supposed to be. But yeah, this, they take themselves a bit too serious, and it doesn't work every time. Yeah, and the acting's not quality. But... Funnily enough, some people actually are all right. They're all fine. It's not. Ma- it's not a matter of always I mean, it's a bad not actor. Like that. It's not bad actor. Like you're a bad actor. It's more like they get on. It's like I can imagine being fly on the wall. They get on the set. They set up everything. They go blah blah blah. Okay, go blah blah blah. And I will see you on the other side. Okay, <clears throat> yeah. Punch knuckles or whatever. And then they leave the scene. They're like, cut. Let's get on to the action kind of thing. Like. It's throwaway. They try. I think Paul Walker tries sometimes to be a little too deep. Good. He tries to be, you know, just a little. But it needs to lighten up. And I just, I just hate watching Vin Diesel. I can't help it. I have no. I just to don't me, get the appeal. To me, Fast and the, the Furious doesn't need Vin Diesel because, as we've seen, the third movie, Tokyo Drift, he only that's appears in it. He appears in it for thirty seconds, right? The rest of the movie, he does not appear. In I it was at like, all. now that's my favorite of the whole series. Well, and Paul Walker also doesn't appear in the third one. It's the other guy. It's, yeah, it, you know, a different guy. So it doesn't. The Fast and the Furious franchise doesn't need Vin Diesel. How does Paul Walker even know the guy from Japan? Then he's there, isn't he? He, he, is, he is there. Is, yeah, he yeah. is there, but he's not the main focus of that movie. Uh, that movie is is a I the like best one, one. story wise and. For me, I actually like that style of racing and car better. And like I say, this movie, the, there is an opportunity for them to do a street race scene because they go to a street race thing to kind of relive the and it looks relive like a the video heyday. game. No, um, I'm I'm talking about they go to uh, to win. They try and go and win a car from a street race scene. And they. And then you don't even see that. No, nope, it's totally. Cut and that out. was kind of like, what? What the hell? Did they cut that out for like the deleted scenes? But no, there's nothing. nothing. You don't even see the race. It's kind of like a little bit like you know what? We're over it. We're done. I with think it. that's we what want, it was. You've seen this. We want car stunts and not necessarily. But then they do do the one race yeah, between the four of them, and which is kind of boring. Oh my god, boring. You know, you know what's hilarious? I gotta say, like this plot holes everywhere in this movie. Really? But it, like what? But it really doesn't matter <laughs> because at the end of the day it's about cars exploding and crashes and sh- gun fights. But what's really hilarious is they go to steal some cop cars late at night from a police impound and then they get these four cars lined up on the road and Tyrese on the loudspeaker starts <laughs> telling the whole... Um, we're going to rob a safe and they're talking to each other through the thing. And I'm like, if you want to be inconspicuous, that is not how to do it. He tells that he's telling the, the, the whole plan over the uh, tannoy because he's, he's talking to the other two, the other guys who were in their own cars. And I'm like, 
really. And then they decide to have a quarter mile race yeah. right down the middle of the city where there just so happens to they're be nobody. They're Rio de Janeiro and there's yeah, no people. Nobody at all. <laughs> <laughs> no police, no nothing. I'm pretty sure that's not. And, and it wouldn't be suspicious for high-powered police cars racing each other down the middle Let's of the city. Let's not forget to mention these types of police cars we're dealing with. Yeah, oh, these are like... Oh, my um, God. They're like Too Fast, Too Furious Like cars. the Lamborghini-style police cars. Like the super-duper police cars that go on the highway. They're not Lamborghinis, though. No, but I mean fast. They're not... They're, not, they're more like muscle cars to me. They're not shitty little, uh, you know, I mean, cop police cars. cars, yeah. They're the highway patrol police cars. The ones that do high pursuit, high, hot pursuit chases. I think my problem, my biggest problem with this... These specific movies, and I did like Tokyo Drift because it was so different. I'm not saying it's perfect or anything, but I'm just saying I I was in it the whole way from the beginning to end. This one, the first one, the last one. My problem is I can't I can't tip the balance of my little um, bubble of belief into the belief sector. I just can't get it. I can't get there. I can't. I can't let go of all of the fucking nonsensical testosterone cock and balls that have to be injected in every single thing. I can't get over it. I can't. You know, I mean, I can I, enjoy I the also action sequences a little bit. Yeah, I, like I the can action. enjoy some of the. I mean, obviously, the setting is what captivate, captivates me. Yeah, it's fantastic. The, the favelas, the absolutely. I think any. I was going to say to you as soon as the camera panned over the favelas, and you could see them all. I was. I was going to say to you, any movie that films here, because not. I mean, we have seen it several times. Any movie that films in the favela, it's an instant win because I just want to see that. Because it's well, amazing. Well, it doesn't make it an instant win. That's a bit of an exaggeration. But the scenes that are showing you that. No, I mean, it's I an instant. So. It's it's instantly the best scenario. Like, it, Rio de Janeiro is a good place to film, right? Instantly, when you see the favela, I think. I mean, I know it's a horrible place. And they do portray it as a horrible place here. Um, Not always. I mean, it's just a place where well, people live. There's people criminals. People machine guns hanging around the corner. Yeah, but I mean, it is just a place where people I like, live. I don't think, you, you know, you can't fake that place. You have to go there. And I think they might have CG'd some extra Absolutely. stuff onto the <laughs> cliffs. But it made... I know, I'd never seen and it. And they like weren't that. there. They were in Puerto Rico, they said. Yeah, where they were... I mean, a favela. Right. They were at another favela. I mean, you can't fake a favela, is what I'm saying. You couldn't, you couldn't build mm, one. Sure you I mean, I guess you could CG it. Because there's a lot of close-ups and that was really far off. So but it was definitely a win for me, that location. And this movie also has locations... Mm-hmm. I mean, most of it takes place in Rio. In fact, this movie isn't called Fast Five in other countries. It's called Fast and the Furious Five Rio Heist. Really? We, we just get the Fast Five version. Um, it's not different. No, it's just the same movie. They just get different titles in different countries. But um, most we need of to find thing, out why. I don't know why. We need to contact somebody, so I'll get on that. Because I don't understand... Unless there are other movies in those countries that already have names that have already taken and Maybe. you can't then sell it. But, you know, is there a... Or it's just know. too similar to another movie's name or something. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, this has... And this also brings back a lot of the cast from previous Fast and Furious movies. Um, which, Minus one. Yeah, which didn't... Um, do anything for you because you said I don't remember all of these people. I remember Plus, you've never seen the second one, so Tyrese was com- that character was completely lost on you. I but, remember Tokyo Guy, but that was it. yeah. It does all fit together, and uh, you know, and they have met these people throughout the years, and they are good at various things, so it does make sense in that way. And I say to the chick on the bike, she was new though, right? She's from one of them too. Was she? Because mm. I don't remember her at all. I think she might have been from two. She's she's definitely been in it before. Okay. Um, but then there's this new cop chick who I really liked, actually. Um, you know, it's really heavy-handed, any of their story. And, uh, yeah, and The so, Rock. The Rock, um, I actually enjoy watching The Rock. I don't mind him at all. Um, yeah, he's fun to watch, right? He's one of those, though, when he delivers his lines in this movie, it's just crap. Like, seriously crap. He it's... feels... You know when you feel like the presence of some... You know when they introduce him and yeah. he steps off the thing? You know you're, you know you're not to mess with him. It, it makes it makes a difference that it's the rock. It does the yeah. way the physical intimidating way he looks. To me, it makes it a bit 
comical in a way. It's just not supposed to be because I'm like, oh, great. We got two big, bald, muscly guys going to duke it out at some point. And I was right. Yeah. And they both got a shitty attitude and they both got tough guy attitudes. And they both got some kind of pain going on for some reason. And and I always feel like he probably smells really good, even when he's sweaty. I feel like the guy's really, next to him. They really wet smell. him down. I know, totally. His beard's dripping a lot. Dr- he's like yeah. sweaty, but I yeah. feel like for some reason I think he must smell really good. And then I'm thinking, well, it's, they're in Rio de Janeiro. It's really hot. It's got to right? be really hot. And he's yes. wearing like bulletproof vests and stuff, you know. But, um,. I liked the introduction of The Rock, and obviously, um, The Rock's probably going to appear in other Fast and the Furious movies. Well, if, because now they're... Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, he's going to appear again. Um, there the is highly gonna... cerebral story here, as, it, as uh, Mr. Seth MacFarlane pointed out in American Dead. It's not a highly, highly cerebral tale that we're watching here. It is... What it is. Well, that's, a, that's like I say. Good guys. I, I know bad what I mean. Guys. You know what you're going into when you watch one of these movies. You're going to get, you know, what they do do. Why it's why it comes to the point of it's not completely worth worthless, and you don't want to watch this because it's terrible. It's like a Steven Seagal movie that you see on HBO at three o'clock in the morning. I'm getting there. Yeah, but to me, why it's not like one of those movies is because they really do take time to make the stunts look good. Absolutely. And interesting if you're into car stunts and stunts, right? I, I'm, I'm telling you, the scene at the end, <laughs> which I don't want to spoil, but it's a heist, this movie, as I said earlier, unlike a heist I've ever seen, because they set up a heist and then... They go for it. Well, what I like about it is they set up this really intricate heist about, you know, going to beat these cameras and all this stuff, and then just throw all that out the window and have a different... Totally well, you did just kind of spoil it then. Well, have a totally different <laughs> heist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have a spoiler, because I've not told you what happens, but you don't, you know there's a heist, obviously, but they, um... I like how they do that, because it's quite intricate the way they deal, and it's quite a long movie. It's two hours and ten minutes, nearly. Uh, yeah, and uh, to speak to that, there's about seven times I counted that you could have cut about two minutes out for me. I didn't need the big fight scenes. I didn't need the long car chases. I didn't need the long thing that you're talking about. But I think that's I what have... people who go and see Fast and Furious yeah, do Yeah, I'm want. saying for me. Yeah, well, you're I not them. I know, but I'm saying for me, that's one of the things that makes halfway through when you needed to pee and I needed to pee and then you wanted a cup of tea. I was up here thinking to myself, you know what? I don't even need to see the rest of it at all. I'm, see, I'm fine. I, I'm completely out. I didn't care I totally what the to end see. was going to be. I didn't care about anything. I had, I had my fill. Now, then, yeah, there were some spectacle things near the end, but I can't hold, it can't hold my interest <clears> anymore. I am invested in the series. Obviously. No matter what. <laughs> even if it goes on to number 10, I will watch all of them because... I like, you know, it's not, like I say, it's not clever, and they throw some things in at the end to set up the next one that are not clever either. Well, no. Well, they are actually, it is actually clever if they can pull it off without it being ridiculous, but hey. Um, you think that's a requirement? No. <laughs> but, you know, you, you can... <clears throat> There's a man of the law who potentially wants oh, to... I'm, become... I'm referring to something else. But, oh, right. um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's a long way. That could yeah. be 20 years in the future. Yeah, then. yeah. Um, but yeah, you every movie, every Fast and the Furious movie, you can feel them setting the next one up towards the end of them. That's just how they are. It's a franchise, right? It's, I was thinking, how many franchises are there now that are new? Because this is a new franchise. You know, it's in the last 10 years. Saw. That's gone now. You know, they stopped Oh, is it, it done? Yeah, they're done with that. I mean, Harry Potter, yeah. I don't think you can compare this to that. Oh, I'm not comparing. Oh. I was just thinking the other day about how many franchises exist that do carry on and people still go and see. Because as we saw, this one actually took a lot of money in the box office. Uh, more, than, more than the previous one, more than the one before that. So, Why do we need franchises? We don't need them, but no. they, they do, they've always existed. They're many you know, machines. From, Ro- from all the time, all the back, Godfather, Rocky. Rocky kind of started it. Yeah. Well, Star Wars and Rocky, I think. Oh, there's lots throughout time, but now I don't... I was trying to think of when I was writing this down, I was trying to think, well, how many is there? And I could only come up with a handful that actually still exist and that people still go and see. This is one of them. And no doubt people are going to see the next one. And, you know, it's not necessary, but 
unlike you, because like you say, you didn't really care. You could have got out halfway through. I was invested in it the entire time. It was dumb most of the time. I could have come up here, played on my computer, and you come up and tell me the rest of the story. And the way that you recount things to me, I really enjoy the way you tell me things. And I can visualize everything you tell me. And that would have been sufficient. (laughs) Well, like I'm living Breaking Bad through you because you tell me now every episode and every season and I'm, I'm there. I can totally so. I like this better than the last one. Um, my favorite one was pretty. T- my favorite one's the first one, right? It still is. I can't. You can't beat the first one for me because I liked the. It's the introduction of them. Yeah, the and, origins. And I really like the end sequence. What happens? Um, the second one's the worst for sure. The third one is very, very good, I think, just in a in its own way because it's different than the other, than the first two. Because after that second one, I, when the when they did make a third one, I was like, oh my god! After that second one, I don't think I need more of this. But it, and then the fourth one, they changed it again. Mm-hmm. They kind of took it back to the first one a little bit, and then this one, I think, is a bit of a departure from all of them because they kind of went over the top a bit in this one, if you think about it. Yeah. They removed the street racing and <clears throat> did something else with it. <clears throat> now They pay homage to the street racing, but that's it. Yeah, how it will continue, I don't know. Will it go back to street racing or will it carry Will it on become and... an Academy Award nominee? No. <laughs> or will it continue like this, you know, bigger and bigger every time? Because like, that seems the way they're going, right? Because the last one was pretty big, big special effects. What other movies does this original film company make of Vin Diesel's? Oh, I don't know. Did they do Riddick? No. Hmm. You know, Riddick um, is also a good movie. I like both of the Riddick movies. I liked Riddick. It was bizarre. I liked both. I mean, I... Pitch Black. I don't call Pitch Black a Riddick movie. It is what it is, and then they take Riddick and make something else. Now it is a Riddick movie, because it's called The Chronicles of Riddick Pitch Black. It isn't, because I say it isn't. Right, okay. That's wrong. (laughs) It isn't wrong. I mean, they they actually changed the title. I don't care. It isn't. Because it was a Riddick movie. Um... (laughs) Well, yeah, Riddick, nothing to do with this. Um, well, it is, because he's the same, and he's not appealing to me at all, except in Pitch Black, the whole of it, I dig. I dig it, dug it all, him included. And then you start breaking him out into other things, and I'm just not, I can't get there. I can't think of him in other stuff. I think Fast Five, uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise fits him. Pacifier? Um, Pacifier. Is the same? Well, he has to do one of those movies. Every tough guy does, right? The Rock did it with the... But that one was all right. I yeah. didn't hate it. It was fun. If you're a tough guy, you have to do a movie where it's you're not a tough guy. Or you are a tough guy, but you're in a situation... With a child. ...involves you not being a tough guy. Or a pet. Something. Turner and Hooch or something. You know, like a... Something. <laughs> Tom, Gr- Tom Hanks was never a tough guy. I just mean a dude with a pet or a dude... Pet who's a partner or a dude with a kid who's a yes. partner. Like Schwarzenegger in, um, what'd you call that one? Kindergarten Cop, but that was Kindergarten good. Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. What was the other one? Daddy Daycare. Who was that? That was Cuba Getting Junior. They all do them. Junior was a comedy with Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. and Danny DeVito. That was so, alright too. Did Stallone do one? Oh, I don't know. I'll just think about it. He probably did. <laughs> Some lame one where he's looking after a bunch of kids. <laughs> I don't know. Al Pacino did Arthur Arthur. Yeah. So yeah, he was contractually obligated to do a um, well, the pacifier. What what did he do? I can't even remember. He was like a secret service guy, and then he had to be like a nanny for yeah. some kids or something. And he had a kid on, on a papoose strap. And there was like some, some big deal going down, and yeah. he had to be there. And it wasn't good. It was a Disney movie. <laughs> funnily enough, <laughs> we we reviewed it. If you look uh, back in our archives, I'm sure you'll find the review. Um, so yeah, Fast Five. Let's move on to the uh, cast of the movie. Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto reprising his role. He's just Vin Diesel doing tough man speak all yeah, the time. Not even tough man, come on. I mean, just the delivery is just slow yeah, and deliberate. Right. Here's how I sound. <laughs> and Paul Walker <laughs> sounds like he's got a cold to me all the time. He's He, he kind of... There's lots of seemingly mumbling to me in this. Uh, That's what tough guys do, they mumble. <laughs> See you on the other side. And Paul Walker's not a good actor either. I mean, I actually think he's fine, but this uh, is not—it's not a showcase, is it? Oh my god! But I think he would be fine if I he mean, just... 
he looks he looks all right pointing a gun at things. I mean, he looks like he's a cop or whatever he's supposed to be. But he's a criminal. Yeah, he's a criminal in this, but he's a cop in the other ones. Mm. He's a criminal at heart. Yeah. No, he's a cop at heart. But no, he's, he's not. Actually, a criminal. <laughs> I see it the other way. Um, Jordana Brewster reprises the role as Mia Toretto, who's um, Vin Diesel's sister. She's She's pregnant in this one. Adds a bit of... Why are you telling people stuff? You're going to ruin the whole thing. Happens in the first two minutes. Uh, She's pregnant. It adds a bit of fake... uh... Concern? Yeah. (laughs) You know? I mean, it's just so... Not really. It's, a, we, it's, just, it's like a trope of a million different she movies. She part, participates in many stunts that, you know, pregnant women probably shouldn't. Um, Dwayne Johnson is the new B to the series, uh, The Rock. He's the new uh, law He plays Luke Hobbs, agent. this big, huge, muscly... What is he, DEA? Mm, or is he something outside the, of that? He's outside. He's the, they're the guys the FBI call when they yeah. want to find somebody. That was one of Paul Walker's Do you know what's life. the most fantastic thing in this movie? It's fantastic. Wait a minute. Fantastic, are you yeah, sure? Yeah, fantastic. Some of the technology. The technology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the technology that, that you know, it, this is funny because in lots of movies, somebody says, a cop will say, uh, zoom in on that picture for me, you know, of the criminals escaping something. And they zoom in and then they'll say, just enlarge that. Pull that, up in, up. pull that up in the database. Clean oh, yeah, up. that's exactly who that person is. Well, in this one, they zoom in on two of them in the car driving, and they go, but they're wearing face masks. Oh, that's okay. What did they say? Cro- I couldn't even... Something. Cross-reference the face masks with something. something. Zoom in, and he said some numbers. And then all of a sudden, it was as, it, it brought up a picture of Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. Right. It was like, yeah, that's fantastic. the shape of their face through the mask was enough. <laughs> And yeah, there's another scan one. the car, and then wherever this car moves in this whole of scan, Rio de Janeiro, I want to know. Scan the license plate. No, it was the car. Oh, the shape the of the shape car. of the Even car. Even though, like, there's hundreds of cars that shape, or thousands. Maybe not in Rio de Janeiro. Right. It is an American and then, car. And then ping the satellite every five seconds. <laughs> the U.S. government satellite. So we know exactly where that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. If this car moves in this city, I want to know. You know, like, we, you see CSI, that kind of thing, and they do zoom in and enlarge and then say, oh, look, that's so-and-so. <laughs> but when they can zoom in on somebody who's got a face mask and say, well... It's not a face mask, they're... I mean, clavis. stockings on, yeah, the, on their heads. Like, got stockings on their heads, <laughs> but the shape of their heads enough. It's and ridiculous. then they happen to have all everyone's passport picture. Everyone. Everybody in yep, the every- whole crew. And it's instant. There's no um, wrong... It never pops up any wrong people. It's just them five people. Like you're like, oh look, it's exactly. Wait a minute, are we finding holes again? We no, should there's be. a lot. Of that. Don't, don't find the holes. Yeah. That that was that was hilarious because it was like, I was thinking to myself, from here, what where we're at now, how is he going to track them all down? Because they're they're gone. Like, and then boom, and answer then to your within question. a second they fix that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so we've also got Tyrese Gibson, who's from the second movie, Too Fast to Fail. I'm pretty neutral. He's kind of the cheeky... They, yeah. use, they use him as the cheeky They make man. him too cheeky, though, because I think he's fine. Like, he was in, uh, what was it, the Phoenix one? He yes. was fine in that. I mean, I liked him and I mean, they make him else. so cheeky. He goes into a police station with Paul Walker's police badge, yeah. pulls it up to show a guy and says he's from the FBI, and the guy says, says on your past, you're Caucasian, and he says, it's just a tan. It's a tan. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They it's smile. Com- you have to kind of like, okay, right. so this cop would not press the panic button at that point or anything? <laughs> Apparently not. It's ridiculous. But anyway, um, yeah, if you were looking for plot holes, there are... We're going to call this movie Swiss Cheese 5. I think that... Because it's got so many holes, get I, it? I think there's literally... That's a joke. A plot hole every five minutes, <laughs> probably, if you watched it. Five is a bit of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that, you know, you have to take it all with a pinch of salt. I'm sure there are movies that I love dearly that have have complete nonsensical, you know, but when you really love a movie, you're blind to it. When you don't love the movie, that's all you see. You look for holes, yeah. That's all I'm seeing because I'm bored half the time. So I'm looking and I'm going, oh, God. But I don't dismiss it completely because of them because the balance of production values, the great stunts, and... You know, I can kind of overlook it, but I don't know. And I'd put down last... There are other people, but Ludacris plays Tate Parker. Mm. He was also from another Fast and the Furious movie. The Japanese guy, I like him. Yeah, and he's from 
Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Uh, directed by Justin Lin, as we said earlier. He directed Annapolis, Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious. He's doing Fast. His next movie is Fast Six. Or Fast and the Furious Six. Or Whatever. Furiousness Six. But anyway, he, apparently he's took the reins of Fast and the Furious and maybe he will take it up to whatever number it gets up to. Number 10. It's a money machine, isn't it? As long as people keep going seeing it and buying the Blu-ray, it's going to keep going, isn't it? So, um, DVD extras, and there are quite a few. Well, let me just mention, there was one skirt so short... When they went to the car street racing scene, yeah, where her ass was short. The skirt was so short. I mean, I was just like, "Wow!" Her buttocks were completely. There's out. no, there's nowhere to go from there except just wearing your underwear. So, if you want to see at least one <laughs> pair of buttocks, and the women in the, the, in the money factory yeah. or whatever it's called, uh, when they're because that's a real thing, apparently. So I've heard money laundering factory. Where they wear, make all the women wear their underwear so they can't steal anything. They also do that in drug um, meth. We only know that from yeah. TV movies, but it seems logical. You could still stick it in your bra, though. They should be completely naked, right? I think they get searched, probably. Right. Violated, rather. Right, so there's a bunch of extras on here. Um, most of them concerning the big stunts in the movie, which I appreciate, because it shows you... Mm-hmm. I said to you after I'd watched it, because the stunts are so well done. Some I, of them have to be CGI, but... I said... There's the train thing at the beginning and the thing at the end. It has to be mostly CGI because I couldn't actually get in my head how they did so much destruction. Yeah, physically. But, as you will learn in the extras, CGI is minimal. It's mostly really... I mean, there's a lot of CGI as in backgrounds and filler in the background. But if you see a truck smash into a train, that's not a CGI. That's a real truck smashing into... And if you see this other thing... Yeah. Smashing into some cars, that's a real So if thing. you want to see how it's done, I think they take you on a good tour of how it's done and all the stuntmen talk about it and they show you yeah. the stunts for real without all the glamorous stuff added on. I like the extras more than the scenes in the movie. So there's the big train heist extra, there's reuniting the team, a new set of wheels, Dom versus Hobbs, Tyrese TV, Inside the Vault Chase, and on the set with director Justin Lin. Those are all featurettes, like five, ten minute featurettes. There's also You Control, which is picture-in-picture. Picture. You can watch behind the scenes as you're watching. This is common for Universal movies. Deleted scenes. There's two of them. They weren't that no. big deal, really. One was like... No, it didn't really matter. I don't... Neither of them matter. There was a scene in the movie I wish had been deleted. Which? <laughs> I won't say. It's at the... You know. Right. <laughs> There's a gag reel, which I actually kind of enjoy, because there's some, obviously a lot of fun to be had on this kind of set. Yeah. Because nobody's taking it too seriously. I hope not. A- apart from Paul Walker. <laughs> yeah. But there again, in the extras, he was even having a yeah. laugh. So, um, Dom's Journey, Brian O'Connor from Fed to Con, Enter Federal Agent Hobbs. These are, you know, this is about The Rock, this is about One Paul federal Walker. agent turned criminal, another federal agent... Tipping the balance. A feature commentary with the director, and then this new Universal second screen thing, which you have your iPad and you can watch the movie and look at your iPad at exactly the same time. I don't know how, because I've only got two eyes, can't see four <laughs> things at once. That's two things. You can do that if you want. Don't you think this movie's also, they try to, because they're criminals, and because obviously there's lots of collateral damage, including there has to be lots of people dying all the time. There is, lots um, of shooting. Yeah. But there's also this sort of Robin Hood element that's just hinted at constantly. Yeah. Just sort of they, touch on every single <clears throat> one, in fact. Yeah, in fact, they in this one in this one It's a good technique to get the you. The excuse not to hate. for the body count is They're uh, all paid off. Yes. Yeah. Like they're corrupt. But you don't know that. No, but when you but they try and say yeah. to you, like, it doesn't matter that these are dying, they're all corrupt. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> And these other guys who are dying, they're all like, they're going to kill you anyway. And what about the original, how the hell would you know that he's not going to die? Who? Diesel. In the beginning with the... What are we talking about? The beginning with the... Of this movie. Yeah, the bus. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, that's a good action sequence too. It is, but come on. Yeah, everybody would be dead. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And we hole number one. That's a good thing. I need to make my own extra. I'll put this in like a video editing thing, and I'll make like, but like, 
bullet holes mm-hmm. on all the spots of the movie where it's like, hole, hole, hole. I might enjoy it more. So, um, tons of extras, and you really do get a good behind-the-scenes look at the movie and all the aspects of the movie, which does it ele- it'll probably elevate the movie a little bit if you have bit. extras. For me, I enjoyed the movie as much as I've enjoyed the last one, to be honest. Because um, I'm a different perspective from you. I actually like this franchise. Guilty pleasure, because I know it's extremely dumb. It's not good storytelling. But I do like to watch cars crash into things. It's just a bloke thing, right? Um, I like to hear engines roar. I like to see racing cars. You know? I don't know. It's just something in me. Why do I play racing games? I just like racing, right? Um, So, in conclusion, for me, it was a decent action movie. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Yeah, you don't come away from it like you do from Hannah, going like, oh god, that was just like... No, it's not clever. They did try to change it up a little bit this time, I, I appreciated that. Yeah. At least it wasn't the same thing over again. And they did actively shy away from street racing by not showing you any. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I think, like you said, that was intentional. They were yeah. kind of like, you've all seen that, why do you need to see that again? We've we know we're going to make more of these movies, yeah. so maybe you'll see it in another. Maybe we'll go back to that at some point, when we need to. But this time, there isn't that. There is some car racing, but it's not the car racing that you might It's mostly crashing and stuff. Yeah. It's got some of the best car stunts I have seen to date. So, if you like car stunts, you'll like this movie. Um, So, medium recommendation for me. Me too. Well, Um, yeah. Well. If you're going to watch all the Fast and the Furious movies, there's nothing wrong with watching this one. Because it does fit in, the story continues... They do make an effort to try and tie the stories all together so you've got something to link them all. But, you know, they are going more James Bondy with it, like, over the top. Um, out of... If you look back at the very first one, it's very grounded, it could happen. It's just a cop, an undercover cop, a street racing scene, races in cars. It's not out of the ordinary. Yeah. Kind of gets a bit out of the ordinary from the fourth one onwards. You know? Mm, Tokyo gets a little out there as well, a couple times. It does, yeah. But it did start off as a grounded kind of movie. It's not anymore. It got Hollywood big. So, yeah, that's fast. people like you. (laughs) No, not people like me. People like Vin Diesel. He's like, we got to make it better and better. No, people like you, who's just said, I will watch them all. I will get them all on DVD. I will. So it's people like you. So, um, in conclusion, to blame. medium recommendation, if you do like Fast and the Furious, you'll probably like it. I can't say you won't. If you like The Rock, you'll probably like it. So thanks to Universal for the Blu-ray. Uh, if you want to enter a contest, go to ascully.com and enter a contest. Next week's DVD. Now, this isn't 100% set in stone, because this will either be next week's or the week's after. And it's Tree of Life on Blu-ray, which is uh, Terence Malick's Brad Pitt. Um, Don't know anything about it, so I'll you saw the trailer with me the other week. Remember? Oh yeah. Oh okay. But that that will either be it. <clears throat> it comes out on a weird day. Now next week I am going out of town. Oh. For Saturday night. Why? Because I'm. I told you I'm going to go, and Cindy and Sean and I are going to stay in a hotel in Columbia. No, you never told me. That. I sent you a note. Oh, I'll probably never go. No, you probably did not. Because I sent it to you. Oh, that's right. We're having I- email issues with only my email going to him. Something yep. weird, fucked up. I'll thing, probably get it in about a week. No, just uh, Shauna, Cindy, Kim, and I are going to get a hotel room on Saturday night and just go and shop and then go to the hotel room and go to the pool and have dinner. and. Right, so you, there won't be one next week. No, there will be. Because I should be home Sunday afternoon. Right. I'm just saying. You're at work next time. No, this coming weekend is... Fe- oh, yeah, maybe not. Because this week coming weekend is Renaissance Festival. So we'll have to work that out. You're at work this Saturday, though. I'm taking off. So I'm oh, going to the Renaissance okay. Festival. All right, then. So this week, maybe... Next week, maybe none. Yeah, there will always be one. We'll oh. just work it out. All right. But it'll probably be Monday. <laughs> Possibly. All right. But anyway, it'll be Tree of Life, which is an epic... Um, yeah, movie. yeah. Now I remember it. It will either be Tree of Life or something else. Like I say, <laughs> Tree of Life's out on this weird day. I am getting a copy for review. It's been confirmed. It's just whether it arrives before Monday. I like that you say it. It's either Tree of Life <clears throat> or something else. Com- completely. <laughs> like, so any other movie in the whole world. It might be... Um, it's either... 
If it's not Tree of Life, Tree of Life will be the week after for 100% sure. It might be Henry's crime next week, which mm. is the heist one with um, oh. Neil from The Matrix. <laughs> so one of those two. Movie tagline fun is the game. What is this game? This game is when one of us comes up with a movie tagline, we say it to the other, and we have to guess what movie it is. And if you want to play along at home, you have to, after we say the tagline, pause, think about it, don't Google it, don't don't wussy out, just think about it. And then, uh, and so far, I've guessed one, and you've guessed two. All right, you ready? Yep. The city is afraid of me. I've seen its true face. Have I seen it? Yes. Want me to tell you when you saw it? Last year. The city is afraid of me. I've seen its true face. Sounds like The Matrix, but obviously that's not it. No. It was a movie from last year. Just last year. And you saw it. We reviewed it. Inception? No. Hmm. The same face as a might have been the year before. It's within the last two years. Does the tagline hint at the movie? Kind of, yeah. Okay, I do not know. I love this movie. There's a clue. <laughs> you love you love Fast Five? No. Oh. Love it. I don't know. I give up. It's Watchmen. Oh, right. You get it? Yep, I got it. Uh, so, yeah. I lost. Fail. Fail on me. So, um... Movie recommendations this week. I'm going for the rest of the Fast and the Furious series. Because, you know, there's something in there if you watch the whole thing, I think. And secondly, Triple X, if you want to see another... I think it was supposed to be a franchise, right? From they did two Vin of them, Diesel. right? No, he didn't do two of them. Oh, oh they did do two of them. Yeah. But the second one was nothing to do with the yeah, first one. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You told me about second, it. It was, it was terrible. Second one was Ice Cube. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, I think. It yep. was terrible. Nothing to do with the first one at all. It was horrible. Really bad. It was supposed to be... I think it was supposed to be a Vin Diesel franchise. It just never came off, did it? I kind of enjoyed the first one the first time I seen it. I think if I watched it now, I'd probably think it was garbage. Possibly. But I'm recommending it because... I was trying to recommend something with Vin Diesel that was kind of like this movie. And Riddick isn't like this movie. No. And that is... Triple and if X's. you recommend anything else, and you watch that uh, something else then this one's going to even look even worse. So it's better to just stick with those. I think if you watch Triple X, <laughs> this would look better. Because that was trying to be James Bond, right? Absolutely. Triple X. It was literally like, let's be James Bond, but cool. Like, new. Tough guy. New yeah. and cool. Because he was like a, what was he? Like an extreme sports guy, remember? <clears throat> yeah. So I didn't, didn't 100% work, did it? No. Um, but I'm recommending it anyway. So what are you recommending? I'm going to recommend Tokyo Drift. If I'm picking up all these, because I think if you just watch it on its own, even, without anything else, I think it's fine. And for some reason, I really like the music. I actually have the soundtrack. I listen to it. I like, just liked it. I like the guy in it. Is it and From the Windows to the Wall and Sweat Drips Down My Balls? Is that I one believe of the that is in there. Classy. Come on, classy. <laughs> you should see me dancing <laughs> and singing to it when it's coming on. When the sweat drips and down my then, balls. And then my other one is, because I want to think of something kind of opposite of this, but with a certain cop criminal mixture and that is Beverly Hills Cop because it's a classic isn't it from mm. the 80s can't help it it's a classic it's comedy it's got some shootouts it's got some it's not great it's not perfect or anything but I mean it's, it's got great. bananas and tailpipes absolutely in that order it's bananas um, alright then so that's our movie recommendations this week's games and A Scully stuff I've been sick yeah the entire week. I was sick the first part of the week, so we've had a slow week. I felt like shit. I've slept... I've seriously slept three 12-hour periods that I know of this week, <laughs> and some extra naps here and there. It's been completely... Ugh. I still feel kind of shitty, but... Are you going to sterilize the microphone after we're done? Getting over it. Um, so what I did do this week, what I have played... What do you think they do in, like, a singing studio? Probably when people light. get up you on there. You can spray stuff in that because it's electronic. When people get up on there and sing all up close. They have those shields on them. They probably just wash the shields or spray the shields. I don't know. Interesting. We don't have a pop filter, so <laughs> we can't spray stuff into the mic. No. Um, so, I played Gears of War 3 and finished the storyline. Um, I have to say I'm slightly disappointed with the end of the story, but 
when I think about it, I can't think of another way they could have... I think they wrote themselves into a corner. That's how I see it, when I've thought back about it. You know when you actually have to finish... It's hard, I think it's harder to finish a story than start one, right? And make it interesting the entire time. I don't know. I think it's easy to come up with some ideas and start a story off, but I think when you have to wrap it up, because mm-hmm. they really... That is one thing I admire about Gears of War 3, is they literally wrap the story up. It's the end of the story. It's not... There's no funny thing like Fast Five. <laughs> there's no funny thing after the credits where you go, oh, maybe... Maybe it's going to restart again. No, none of that. It's over. Now, I admire that because that doesn't happen very often in video games because, as you know, video games are about making money. You need to do another one. Always leave a hole open. Always. Halo does that all the time. It finishes. The credits roll. Oh, Master Chief's still alive. That kind of thing. Um, They didn't do that. And I admire that because it's so easy to do that and make another one next year and make some more money, right? But they decided not to. So, I liked the campaign, but like I said to you, I don't think I'd want another, because I feel like I've done all that. Yeah. I think I've... Because mostly what you do in Gears of War is hide behind something and shoot people. I feel like I've done enough hiding behind something and shooting people, because they didn't innovate really in between them. It was If you played it all as one big game, it'd feel like one big game. It's not totally different every time. Right. I feel like I've seen it and done it, and that's good. So, hopefully they don't make another one and just leave it as it is. So then how can you play Call of Duty every single day? Because it's a different thing. It's not a story. I mean, yes, there there is a story in Call of Duty. But the story is literally... If I buy a Call of Duty game, I play the story. It takes me ten hours. I never play the story again. It's all about the multiplayer, which is always different. Oh, is it different? Yeah, because every game you have with a different person can go a different way. It can be a good game, a bad game. You learn skills. It's not like playing a story. But the content is the same. You just shoot stuff. People. Yeah, but they do innovate on Call of Duty. They change the perks. They change. They do change things. Mm. They add new game modes each time. And I'm not saying Gears of War, because there's a multiplayer component to Gears of War that has also been changed and is good for that. But I've never really been a multiplayer Gears of War person. It doesn't do it for me. It's not the... I like first-person shooters, not third-person. You know, online. So... If you are a thir- third-person shooter fan, Gears of War has got a bunch of multiplayer stuff that I'm sure you'll love and probably play for the next two or three years, right, until the new Xbox comes along. Um, the other thing I've been playing this week is the Battlefield 3 demo. Now, Battlefield 3 is EA's answer to Call of Duty. They want to take away from Call of Duty in some way, obviously. So Battlefield 3 is their big shooter franchise that I was... I had my eyes open, like, oh, this is going to be great. But this beta, I played it for an hour, and I can't stand it. Aww. Um, it's nothing like Call of Duty, first off. Call of Duty, what it's famous for, is it's 60 frames per second, always silky smooth gameplay. Battlefield 3 is 30 frames per second. And while that sounds weird, like, well, why would that matter? It actually does in a shooter. It's about accuracy, aiming, all that kind of stuff. The smoother, the better. Now, what Battlefield does is sacrifices frames to make it look pretty. Right, yeah. So it looks better, but... Well, it doesn't look better, in my opinion. They think it does. But it makes it sluggish. It feels sluggish to play if you're used to Call of Duty. So, it saved me some money this week, to be honest, because I was thinking of buying both and maybe throwing my hand into both. After playing this demo, I don't really want anything to do with Battlefield, so I'll stick all my money on Call of Duty this year again. So, um, the demos are for you. Can try that demo, it's on the marketplace, it's on the PS3 store, and it's on the PC on no Origin EA's Origin system. I was gonna say on Steam, but it's not on Steam. So, you can play the PC, the PS3, or the Xbox 360 version for free. There's one map, but you can play it as much as you want. So, if you want to give it a test drive, you can do that. Played some more Driver San Francisco this week, not much more to say about that. Apart from, it's one of my favourite games of the this year. Wow. Um, it's just really good. I like driving games, and it's a really good driving game. I'm playing the PC version. This week, because that's everything from last week, what's coming out this week is ID Software. John Carmack doesn't make games very often. Last one he made was Quake 4. 
Doom 3 before that. His new game, Rage, which is a post-apocalyptic racing slash first-person shooter, which he's never done. Never done a racing game before. I mean, a lot of it is racing. Comes out on Tuesday. The big deal about it is it's got this new graphics engine. It's supposed to look amazing. Everything that John Carmack does is a step forward in the in technology. Every you know, he's he's a not only does he make games, he pilots spacecraft. Right. The guy's a genius guy. Yeah, I've told you about him before. I can listen to him. Is for he hours. a genius or is he just crazy? He's just. From what I've, I read an interview with him, how he describes it is code like C++. He just sees it as a series. Like in his mind, it's not complicated in any way. He can just look at code, understand it, understand everything about it. He's like a super... Yeah, but that's because he's learned that skill. That doesn't make him a genius. No, he's learned that skill, but it takes a certain type to learn that skill, right? Um, in that way. I just don't think of it that way, but... But anyway, he, he is, the engines he's come up with over the years, Doom 3, Doom, well, original Doom, Wolfenstein, back when people weren't even... Did didn't he do even, Quake? Yeah, Quake. Okay. I mean, he invented the first-person shooter. You know, there was no first-person shooter before Doom or Wolfenstein and Doom. It didn't exist, and then he made that, and everybody was like, wow, this is something that people might like. Move on many years later, the first person shooter is, what, the biggest game? I mean, it's the most, like, Call of Duty is the biggest selling game in the world, right? It's nothing to do with him. But then again, you'll say, Call of Duty is nothing to do with John Carmack. Funnily enough, the last Call of Duty was running on John Carmack's engine, right. Quake 3 engine. So, he's getting money from everything. Yeah. That's why he can afford to go... So why can't he make it, why can't they make a Sims online game then? John Carmack has nothing to do with I the Sims. I don't want to shoot anything in The Sims. I just <laughs> want to know, why can't they make something like that for The Sims? Anyway, when a new... I don't know. <laughs> when a new ID software answers. game comes along, and it doesn't come along very often, I'm always excited. They haven't hit with the last two for me. I didn't really like the last two. But this, I'm quite excited for. Cause you it can looks- also do that one where you were like a Cupid or a thing where you went into somebody else's body. Didn't no. You? Who was that? Some other guy with long hair. Yeah, that was not him. I know, I know what that is, but I, it, yeah, no, this they did. You know, Quake and Doom and Quake Four was the last one, I think. Um, no, they did. They also did Wolf, another a remake of Wolfenstein. But I don't think it was them. But anyway, um, Rage will be exciting. One of the things about it is it's eighteen gigabytes. The game, which is three discs, is huge. So I'm imagining it's not just a short experience it must be a lot I mean all mm. that all them discs it must be a big thing I always play um, ID games on the PC because that's their lead platform I don't really touch the console versions never have I like to play with a mouse and keyboard with John Carmack's games it feels the right way to me no controller so I'll be playing the PC version this week the other thing that's coming out this week is the Forza 4 demo so if you like Forza Motorsport, which I really do, I like any racing game, the new one is coming out in a couple of weeks, but the demo will be on the marketplace in the morning. You're Look- such a dude. You like to shoot and drive. Looking forward to it. <laughs> and lastly, on oh, my thing for this week... There's a Kleenex over there if you're going to start running. <laughs> is. Yeah, I might sound terrible this week, but I am pretty in Just the middle. Just don't spray over on me. Lastly, um, your computer's playing up. The SATA ports on your motherboard are giving up, are giving up so every now and again your hard drive just disappears. Nothing wrong with the hard drive, it just... Windows doesn't see it anymore. I can fix it and it'll work for about a week and then it will disappear again. So we got a new motherboard processor and memory. So I'll be building your PC up again. Uh, the next time it craps out. Yeah. But the past Although will... I did say, maybe after this incarnation of a desktop... PC, I might just go with only a laptop. And this one will last you for yeah. three or four more years, because I got you the cutting-edge stuff, so you know what I mean, you will be... Five years is about how much, how long I go before you either hand me down something new, or I, uh, you know... Yeah, this will be a... But I do believe that I can break away from the desktop thing, because I can play games on my laptop. I can, because, I'm a ga- because I love playing games on my desktop. But the games I want to play, rarely, work on my laptop, so... So yeah, we're building, <clears throat> you'll have new parts, and um, some of your old parts and new parts will be mixed together. You can use a few new parts. Old parts and new parts will be mixed together, you will have a new PC. 
So, um, and none of this stupid, oh crap, where's your hard drive gone? Because it is really annoying. Because we boot. Yeah, I don't know. I've said, I've, you know, first few times I was freaking out. But as long as I know that my external drive and my hard drive, there's nothing wrong with them. You're not going to lose anything. I'm fine because I cannot lose my pictures. And the amazing thing out of all this for me. You've never seen me go crazy. That would make me go crazy. The amazing thing is I picked a new motherboard, a new processor, which is a dual core 3 gigahertz. Oh, yeah, you've never told me the price yet. <laughs> right. A new motherboard, a new <clears throat> processor, and six gigs of memory, right? Because why... Why skimp? Yeah. And I, in the past, for one gigabyte of memory, have paid $100. Mm-hmm. Six gigabytes of decent Corsair memory was twenty seven ninety nine. Awesome. So the total, what, 30 bucks? <laughs> the, total for, the total for a motherboard, a processor, and the memory, which is the main part of anybody's computer... Was 175. Oh, awesome. Okay. Which is fantastic because, I mean, you do have the rest of the stuff. Yeah. The video card. The, and um, it'll be quieter, you said. It will be nice. quieter because I've got a 65 watt processor. They've gone from 125 watts to 65 watts. But more powerful. Which means they give off less heat. You don't need as big a fan. Awesome. So, yeah, it'll be quieter. You're kind of a geek. I like that about you. So, that's it for me for this week. Apart from being sick, hopefully next week I'm not sick. I sound better. And I will have played Rage and been excited about it. So what have you got for this week? What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Are you hungry? Yes. Very We're much. going to have Morningstar oh, no. Prime... Let's go blow my nose. Oh, go away from the thing. <sighs> Nobody wants to listen to that. There you go. Oh, Ew, get away. Don't <laughs> touch it. Don't touch it on, on the air. I can't um, <laughs> Morningstar Primer Burgers on flatbread buns with some coleslaw. Along with some french fries, baked of course, Brussels sprouts, some corn casserole, which is baking right now. Some people call it scalloped corn. I don't know what else you call it. Cream corn with some crackers and an egg and you beat it up and then you bake it and it gets nice and thick and corny. I love it. And, um, oh, for dessert, because, now this is my record, this goes along with my meaning of life, what did I say, blah, blah, blah. We think we're so mighty. Right? Humans. We're so mighty. But what brings us down? What brings you to your fucking knees? Some little stupid germ. Wherever it comes from. Microscopic. It kicks your ass, man. And that is our... We just can't get I literally spent three days in bed because of yeah. some... I was thing. so out last Friday and Saturday. I was just... You just get... Ugh. It kicks our ass. So be humble. Because there are things in this world so small we will never see them, but they can take you out. And... Our dessert tonight is going to be chocolate tofuti. Now, what I have found is I we tried the tofuti cuties, which are is a company tofuti which makes frozen desserts like ice cream. Tofu ice cream, right? And I was like, we just love them; they were so good. So I I sent a note at first. I bet that's not that good. Uh, me bet. too. Oh, me too. Absolutely. Yeah. And I always... You like, can't even taste tofu. In it. No, it's delicious. No. It it's... just tastes like sugar and milk, but there's no milk. Absolutely. No yeah. dairy, no nothing. Yeah. I think they're gluten-free too, but don't go yeah, that. Look at it. On. So I thought, I'm just going to send a note. I went to the Tofuti website and I sent a note saying how much we like them and blah, blah, blah. And we've tried lots of other products and I was afraid to try them and they're kind of expensive. And then I got an email back from some dude saying, send me your address and I'll send you some coupons. Um... And then they sent me a whole stack of, like, free and a dollar off and 55 cents off. And so tonight I got the free one, chocolate. I also sent a note to Kettle Brand Chips because they make this new thing called a Tia's or something. It's like a Dorito, but it's their brand. Right. And saying, I don't know where to find it <clears throat> locally. Can you tell me where we can find it? And they sent me free coupons for that. And what was the other thing? Oh, I wrote to that restaurant in Columbia, where we went. We like mentioned it on the health podcast. Food. Did I? And that she sent we did, me... Yeah, when we went there. Oh, right. And it wasn't great. And I posted a thing on happycow.com saying it wasn't great and it was unfortunate. And the owner, or the manager, saw that. The owner, I think. I think she's the manager. Oh. She saw that on Happy Cow. She sent me an email apologizing and um, asking if I'd please send her my address so she can send us some coupons so we can come try again. And she's right. working on some changes in her staff and some of their menu items, blah, blah, blah. Please, blah, blah. And she was really nice. And she's kind of artsy-fartsy. And she also said she liked to just meet in person because I told her I make art and blah, blah, blah. And tonight at the grocery store, the guy was looking at the coupon for Tofuti and he's like, I've never seen these kind of coupons. And I said, well, these days, if you find something 
that you really enjoy or a product that you really like or you get a product that sucks or that was terrible, go to the website and send them a note. I'm not saying everyone will send you free shit and that's not why I do it. They seem to, though. But you just never know. Even if you complain. now I mean, it's good to let them know. What did I complain about once and they sent me a coupon and I didn't want any more of it? Something. And I was yeah, like, said, don't I bother. don't want any more of this. That's why I'm telling you it was what shitty. What was it, though? We, I ate it and I said to you, this tastes like it's I don't know, some, well, those cake things that one time, oh. the Weight Watchers cakes, yeah, and they, are... we didn't want any more of those, but, um, yeah, so you never, and you know what, if I work for a company, and someone sends a note saying how much they like our product, our food, our anything, I mean, it could be anything, like, you never know, like, I might love my camera so much, I send a note to the company, it takes five minutes, everybody's got contact information on their websites these days. And uh, even websites and stuff, I ordered, I listened to a podcast, it's like a vegan podcast, we're not vegan, but I like these ladies, they mentioned a bakery that's vegan in Kansas City, which is only a few hours from us, and I was like, oh, I'm going to check out their website, I ordered some goodies, (coughs) which we should be getting, because I sent a note to the owner of the bakery, saying, we're only this far away, I heard you on this podcast, I'm really excited to try it, blah, blah, blah. And she wrote me a note back and said she would be very excited to hear what we have to say about it. And, I mean, the owner, you know one, what I mean? One guy I know on YouTube um, found a supermarket trolley in the middle of the road in England. And, you know, an Asda supermarket trolley. So he pushed it back to Asda. <laughs> you know, it was miles away, it, not miles away, but yeah. 10 minutes away from Asda. You know, somebody, had, some drunk had pushed it out of the way or something. He took it back, and he pushed it there, and he took a photo of himself. Got his friends to took a photo of him pushing it, and said, then he tweeted it to Asda and said, I did a good thing today, I pushed one of your trolleys back. The day after, he got a message over Twitter saying, send us your address. He sent it the address, he got a £10 gift card. Nice, <laughs> Just for anything. And you don't, I mean, I'm yeah. not saying do and this stuff. And he didn't stuff. do it for that. No, absolutely not. And I'm not, I mean... Part of it is, hey, that is kind of cool. Yes, I'm glad to get the free Tofuti coupons. That doesn't mean... And the other day, what I do? I went to the store and forgot the coupons. I still bought some more. Right. I don't care, because it's good. That's why I told them it's good. You know, at these companies where they make stuff, it's just people doing jobs. Probably shitty, boring jobs, just like everybody else's job. And to have somebody just randomly come to you and say, look, you know what? You actually make our day. Because my husband and I love these. We sit and enjoy them while we're watching our show in the evening. And it's a really nice little addition. Just, I just wanted to let you know. I mean, what's wrong with that? I Because they probably do get a lot of moaning bastards. Absolutely. Complaining about all kinds and of things. And you should also do that. If you have a reasonable complaint um, about a product that is actually something wrong with it. Not just, ew, I don't like it. You know, I mean, you can do that too. But that's how you make things better, you know? Like I said, they're just people at that end, working, making something. They may never know what people think of it, except for how many they sell, you know. But anyway, it's Tofuti, and I highly recommend it. If you got kids who need to be gluten-free, like you said, you're pretty sure you're sure it That's is. That's what it said on the thing. And it's dairy-free, so if you got any lactose intolerant, they're you know it's three sixty-nine for a pint, and it's very sugary and high it's in sweet. calories. Yep. Yeah, well, but it's less calories than ice cream. It is, but not a lot, and less fat. Yeah, it's less fat, that's for sure. But, I mean, and you have to compensate super, with something. Sugar. It's super... Van- we've tried the vanilla. Then we tried vanilla almond bark. bark. Like. No, almond, almond bark. bark. Yeah, it's got, like, chunks of... I like that. Almond something in it. And that's almond really good. Bark. It's super flavorful. Um, yeah, I looked up the history of the company. It's kind of an interesting thing where the dude who started it just wanted to find a dairy-free alternative. If you've tasted tofu and you think, I can't stand the taste of tofu, I wouldn't even know there was tofu no, in this product. No, absolutely not. It doesn't, you can't taste any tofu. In fact, you come to our house when I cook our tofu and you wouldn't know it's tofu either. It's good stuff. Well, maybe. Maybe. If you've got a thing about tofu. Maybe. <laughs> my mom to- always goes, yep, yeah, I yeah. taste the soy. Yeah. I taste the soy. But that's my, rec- that's my thing about life this week. Give some feedback to some product company that you truly love. Don't do it to get something. Just do it. All right. So uh, thanks for listening to the show and listening to my um, stuffed up nose for the last hour. Uh, I want to remind you about our websites, aschoolie.com and sitar.com. You can catch us both on Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, YouTube. You can catch this podcast on the Zoom Marketplace, the RSS feed. Just go to aschoolie.com, click on the word podcast. Or if you're an Apple person, go to the iTunes Music Store. We're also on there, even though... 
We're not Apple fan people. We're still on there. What were you going to say? Just my my site. I redid it. Now it's operational. I, I try to add something now every day. You know? com. I did just mention it. Sidtalk.com. Sidtalk, C-I-D-T-A-L-K. There are no ads. There's nothing. I don't, I don't, there's no money involved. It is just because I think I'm a bit of a show-off. I like to be the center of attention. And so I like to tell the world everything about my life and pictures of myself <clears> and stuff. It's really great. Email feedback <laughs> to me at ascoli.com. If you email feedback to me, I probably wouldn't get it. For some yeah, reason, you won't get my feedback. For some reason, there's no, <laughs> if SidTalkAsItTalk.com sends me email or I send her email, it doesn't work. But everybody else does. Absolutely. No idea why. It's very weird. Who cares? We can just talk to each other. <laughs> You're only like five feet away yeah. from me. Um, and don't email Sid Talk because she probably won't get it. But you can leave feedback on my site if you go there. And um, stay classy, Mr. Vin Diesel. Classy man. Classy actor. <laughs> Are you going comedian on me? <laughs> As a sickness gone to your head. And I'm going to say, think for yourself. Because if you don't do it, someone will do it for you.